Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. morning, millennials. Happy Friday. Happy Merch Day. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Hope everyone has had an amazing week. It is a very exciting day here for a multitude of reasons. It's multifaceted. One, it's Friday. Two, if you're listening to this episode right now, merch has dropped. It the, might even be sold out. The launch, it's catapulted. Shopmorningtoast.com. All of our new items are ready to go. We have holiday merch, so all the items we've been wearing this week, the toasty, toasty and bright, mugs, phone cases, sweatshirts, hoodies, um, all available at shopmorningtoast.com. And some new TMT merch. We have TMT mugs, we have TMT phone cases, sweatshirts, we have sweatpants, we have a zip up. Jackie and I are both wearing these cute jumpers. I'm wearing the green one, Jackie's wearing the pink. It's their matching sweatsuit. You can buy them separately or you can get each item. I'm wearing a size medium in both. I will say I could probably have gone for a small in the sweatpants, but that's just not how I see myself. <sighs> so I would have never ordered it that way, but I, I do think they um, there's some room to breathe. Yes, I'm wearing XL. I wear XL in the whole line. People have been asking Jackie pretty much much worse medium in the whole line I've been wearing medium in the whole line I used to wear like a large sweatshirt because I wore it more as a dress but because I'm wearing pants these days I have gone for a medium sweatshirt I'm so jazzed about our mugs I feel like with the the vibes we've been trying to cultivate in our living rooms mugs are an integral part of that oh yeah it's really muggy up in here yeah so make sure you head over to shopmorningtoast.com. limited quantities available so if you want something I would suggest just getting it yes 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. If you're listening to this, it is well past time. ShopMorningToast.com. Head over there. Treat yourself to some cozy clothes for Fre the winter season. Frequently asked questions. Will we be shipping to Canada? Yes, we have international shipping available to most countries. So Canadian toasters, you're good. Second most frequently asked questions. We have launched... Uh, phone cases for the first time and we have pretty much every phone case imaginable starting from iPhone 6 all the way up to 12 at different sizes Samsung Galaxy Samsung Note all the Samsung so whatever phone you have you're pretty much covered so exciting you're literally covered I haven't had a phone case in so long and now I do and this one this toasty black one um, it, the lip of the phone case actually goes above the phone, which is like an important distinction in some phone cases. So if you were to drop your phone, like it wouldn't hit your screen. I have the toasty and bright one, which is just so festive. Living I love it. that one. Me I too. used that one last week, but then I switched it up. Me too. I've been changing them every day, like coordinating my outfits to my phone cases. It's so fun. Um, so it's a big day. It is. It's a very big day. And yes, we have the news you need to know and we have some TV recaps. But really what you need to know is that after months of waiting, new TMT merch is here you know what's crazy? This was such an unprecedented year. We've only had two merch drops this I year. Know. Spring merch, which was a fabulous drop in March. And that was our tie-dye like era. And now holiday. That's so crazy. Hopefully next year um, things will be less crazy and we'll just be able to go back to our, you know, 
schedule. Yeah, but like this merch is so the vibe for what's coming for us in the next few months. Unfortunately. And I don't even want to think about what's coming and actually wa- watching Southern Charm last night gave me the biggest pit in I my totally stomach. I totally agree. Watching them like realize slowly, really slowly realize like that they actually have to stay home that no, Craig, you're not having your party. John Pringle's kids aren't coming in two right. weeks. And it's not just going to be two weeks. Yeah, it was kind of depressing. I'm like over the reality. I know there's no way to avoid it, but I'm like over reality TV that highlights coronavirus. Like it's I so depressing. Too, but last night and like last night, everything was like three days to lockdown, two days to lockdown. And some aspects were really annoying, but then there were some really interesting aspects like Leva and her business. Yes. And I was starting to get so upset. And I think next week they kind of jump to whenever... Charleston is in phase two uh-huh. and they just like go to filming. They don't do a lot of Zoom filming, I think. So I'm really interested to see what happens. I know. I hope, like her whole business is hospitality, tourism. So that's Restaurants. Like the most vulnerable industry, one of the most vulnerable industries. And I felt really bad for her because she's like, literally, if we go under like everything we've built over the last 10 years, it's just like we can't build it back. Yeah. And her business is so impressive. like So impressive. And so. I think there's so much more to her business than we know. I think they own like a bunch of vacation rentals in well, the area. That's what they kept saying. They were talking about rentals being canceled. So maybe they'll get more into it next week and we'll see what happens there. I just like, I hope there's some good news. But now with, you know, everyone saying that some states are going back into lockdown, people are saying New York's going to go back into lockdown. So watching Southern Charm like and knowing that that's coming <laughs> again, I'm just like... So, so upsetting. It's so upsetting. But we will do the Southern Charm recap in our TV recap. And we will finally give our final thoughts on The Crown because Jackie did finish it last night. Finished. And I'm just so excited because I've been talking about it like to anyone who will listen. Like I just like want to chat. Well, now I have to do so much Crown follow-up work. You know, watching some interviews and maybe Diana and her words, maybe that Royal House of Windsor to see if I've already seen it. Mm -hmm. Apparently there's a book that Diana wrote. I just, I feel like... Now I need to go and find out what happened. Yeah. I need to I need to get make get all the information and make the decision for myself because what I don't know the way that it went down on the show is not true. I just don't believe like and if this is true, if it is true that Diana did such an amazing job in New York that Charles yelled at her because it made Camilla look bad, like that doesn't even make sense. No, that was so crazy. He that got so evil towards the end of the show. Like, no one's talk this has nothing to do with Camilla. Like No, no, he I don't know if what it was like, but like I'm just like now I'm talking about like a fictional TV show. Like the, Charles, the character towards the end, becomes so evil. Like it was like it was unfathomable. Like when he's sitting at that table with all the secretaries, like trying to plan her trip, and it's like, oh well, she's you know we don't want to overwhelm her and make her go mad. Like he's just so evil. Yeah. Also, the casting is is good, but. The Charles and Diana from this season, like, they just looked way too young. They looked like kids playing dress-up at a certain point. That guy was supposed to be 40 years old at yeah. the end. Like, no, Diana looks, I think, the way that she was supposed to look, but you're right. Charles looked way too young. Charles looked so young. They're like, it's his 37th birthday. I'm like, he looks 12. 25. Yeah, like, I totally agree. They should have, um, honestly, I think they should have switched the actors mid-season because we started with a 19-year-old Diana and we ended with, like, 27, 28. But I remembered, like, the news dawned on me again that next season, Dominic West is playing Prince Charles. Oh, my God. I forgot. We reported it. Yes. But I forgot it. Oh, no. And now I remember it again. Well, you know what? Now that I see the angle that they're taking, it's actually really smart of them to have cast Dominic West because no matter... Someone's so unlikable. Yes. No matter what he's in, like, you just think he's the most vile, corrupt, like... The morally corrupt Dominic West. Like, that's literally what you think. So, it's actually a great call. Yeah. I take back everything I said. No, I know, but like, 
Ugh, but I I, I, they need to, and they're going to switch all of the casts, like the everyone, king and the queen. Even though I think that Tobias Menzies, who is plays Prince Philip, is Prince Philip, and I actually think he's like so handsome. Show me the difference. Yeah, like oh, and the queen and Prince Philip celebrated their seventy third wedding anniversary that's yesterday. A story today, oh, okay. so we will get into it and we'll share some more crown thoughts. But without further ado, it is time for the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. <laughs> And it's Friday, so you know today's episode brought to you by Usual Wines. Usual Wines are wines for the modern drinker. Each bottle is 6.3 ounces, which is a heavy pour or about a glass and a half of wine. There's no more pouring wine down the sink when you don't want to finish the bottle or you can't find the cork. Because of the single serve format and the bottle design, Usual, usual Wines are always fresh. You have, you'll have no more flat bubbly or stale rosé. Their wines are low carb and they have zero grams of sugar. Usual has a red blend, a rosé, and a sparkling white wine called Brut. They also have a limited production Brut rosé just for the summer. Um, it's just a fabulous concept. Like, I feel like opening a bottle of wine, like, just for yourself um, on, like, a random Tuesday, like, you're never going to get through it. And then just, like, having to pour it out is such a waste of money. So I love the concept here that all the bottles are 6.3 ounces of wine, which is a glass and a half, which, you know, two of those and you're good to go. Um, they also have a special holiday product coming. It's called the Usual Reserve. It's an ultra premium limited edition Mount Vidir Cabernet Sauvignon. Um, this is their most special wine yet, just in time for the holidays. Hailing from one of the most celebrated plots of land in all of Napa, their Cabernet Sauvignon is concentrated and rich with just enough grip. You can gift it to someone special or keep it all for yourself this, these, this holiday season. If you want to check out Usual Wines for yourself, for a gift, or having people over, Usual Wines is so necessary. Go check out their website at www.usualwines.com and use our discount code TOAST for $8 off your first order and try your first glass on us. Again, code TOAST at usualwines.com for $8 off your first order. Love it. Great sponsor, especially to get you into the weekend. Yeah, and the holiday season. Okay, first story, a little follow-up from yesterday's news. James Charles is defending TikTok star Charlie D'Amelio after chef video backlash. Okay, there's so much to unpack here because I was up all night on TikTok, literally my entire... I find it really interesting. So James Charles tweeted. Can you read yes. his tweet? He said, this situation is not sitting right with me. What This Charlie situation. 100 million followers in one year and y'all expect her to know how to be a perfect role model. Death threats because she's a picky eater and made a joke about a milestone. 30 plus year olds dragging someone half their age feels familiar. Okay. So I pretty much went on a deep dive on TikTok. So Trisha Paytas, so for those who don't know, she's like, I think she would call herself like, the most problematic influencer like of all time and I think she owns that like she's pretty much offended like every community she's on the Jewish community now but like we're not special like she's she's a really dark past and that's like become her thing um and her TikToks have blown up and I think the route she's taking on TikToks is calling people out like now she's like the purveyor of cancel culture on TikTok and she was kind of the first video to blow up pointing out the D'Amelio dinner video so not to you know give her credit for like this entire thing blowing up, but she was instrumental. She was a catalyst in this entire saga. Got it. So she, she's the 30 plus year old that James Charles is talking about. And I didn't realize that's who he was referring to, but then I realized I had actually seen Trisha's video and I thought she was just piling on, but it was actually one of the first videos to like talk about this whole saga. And even Charlie D'Amelio on her live, like was she went, Charlie D'Amelio went live yesterday and was just like crying. Like, please leave me alone. Like I'm like, she's just been getting like crazy threats. And she called out Trisha Paytas for being a 30 year old like who won't leave her alone so there's this whole saga and 
then obviously Trisha literally yesterday with all this drama made over 50 TikToks. Like she was just going nuts and she responded to James's tweet and like it wasn't even, she didn't really, I don't even remember what she said. Like it wasn't anything of the sort, but James responded to her responding to his tweet and literally he just, he murdered it. Like it was literally, I watched it so many times. He talks as fast as us and you only have 60 seconds on TikTok. And he was just like going at Trisha, like for all the reasons why she needs to like seriously sit down. It's like, you're now like the purveyor of cancel culture when like you will literally have been canceled more than anyone. You're so problematic. And she never acknowledges or apologizes like for what she did. Like she just moves on with her life. Like it's actually crazy. And like, she's best friends with Shane Dawson. Who's like the purveyor of problematic. So many purveyors today. No, I know. <laughs> And then um, she actually, in her video responding to James's tweet, like insinuated that James's friendship with Charlie is like weird and inappropriate because he's so much older than her. He's 21. And she's 16. So it's like, but really Dixie's not- 19. So like together. They- no. And what he said, he's like, I'm literally friends with the whole family. And I reached out to them when like Charlie got so famous because I know what it's like to be like thrust into the spotlight at 16 and like not know what you're doing. And I really, even in the video of them having dinner, like I actually felt like James was like a really good influence on the family and just like a good friend for them. And it's not weird at all. And like Trisha, was trying to make it weird so he just like I don't know what the word I'm looking for is but he just like absolutely annihilated in this eviscerated. video eviscerated Trisha in this video and just like the whole culture around like Charlie like leave leave Charlie alone yeah I do agree with that like people are allowed to be imperfect it's funny you posted the tweet to our Instagram and I was reading the comments and like there was there was a, a handful of comments that were like pro Charlie and I was like yes you're right and then there was a handful that were like anti Charlie how dare she and I'm like yeah no that makes sense too like with every comment I was like huh huh no huh. I think we like, can- I really don't have like I, I really see both sides no because I think we can all agree like the way that Charlie and Dixie were acting in that video was like childish and bratty and like not a way that role models no, it's not like should behave best thing you can do but in the grand scheme of the world like Kim there are people that are dying like it's really not a big deal and like we need to relax yeah I, I agree. And it seems like anyone who's like jumping on this train just wants, a, like is looking for a reason Clout. to end these girls. No, because, and no, like jealousy. Like Yes, of they, course. Really, Charlie D'Amelio is the biggest influencer of 2020, the fastest growing of all time. Like it's impressive. And if, Jealous. if you're, yeah, if you're so eager to, you know, step on someone's neck. Yeah, what I did. Maybe think- look at your own foot. What I did think was interesting was that James, what? It's just like an, a saying. Foot. If you're so eager to step on someone's neck, maybe look at your own foot. Did you make that up? Yeah. That's pretty good. Do you really? I don't I'm no. going to work on it. I'm going to workshop it. I'm not understanding like the full message. It's like you're so eager to step on someone's neck like with your foot. Like, yeah, of course. Maybe look at your own foot. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I kind of feel that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like our whole philosophy around cancel culture in general. It's like literally if you perpetuate cancel culture, like you're next. Like what are you doing? Yeah. True. That's so true. Um, The only thing I was, uh, other thing I was going to say was like after James tweeted and made the TikTok, I definitely saw like the narrative change on social media. And that was just like him being a really good friend to Charlie, but also like really making a difference. Cause at first when I would open TikTok all day yesterday, it was like people railing on Charlie, like as if she was literally like a demon. And then after James, like I really saw the narrative completely mm-hmm. change of people being like, stop bullying Charlie. Like she's a kid. And I just thought that was like a, uh, interesting to see like how powerful James's platform is and be also interesting to see how losery people are. Like they're so wishy-washy. They just say whatever, like the cool people are saying. Yeah. Very, very wishy-washy, which I think just means that like 
it's not that serious. If you can go from one side directly to the next, it's just not that serious. That you're so brilliant today. Like that's so true. <laughs> well, thanks. I think I made it up for my terrible metaphor. No, no. Both were good, but this one was better. Thanks. If you're so wishy-washy, what did you say? Like if you're so easy, like if you're so wishy-washy and able to like go from one side to the other, it's just not that serious. Brilliant. Wow. Brilliant. Thank you. Okay, with that, I think we should move on to our next story. Like, leave that cool, one well, on, we're ahead. Leave that one on a high. <laughs> yeah. Luann Deliceps is dating Hampton's trainer, Garth Wakeford. Oh. Luann has a new man in her life, and she is confirming that she is dating the hunky South African trainer, Ooh. Garth Wakeford. The pair were spotted this month on a date at a celebrity hotspot in the Hamptons, and the and Luann confirmed the relationship on a podcast. What's the celebrity hotspot? I just want to know. In they case didn't I ever say. find myself in the Hamptons? They didn't say, which Shit. is which is hurtful. Yeah. But she said apparently um, she met him on hinge wow she said quote we actually met on the dating app he lives locally in the hamptons when she saw pictures of him on the app she figured oh he's too good to be true but when they met for coffee with masks on she said oh my god he's exactly what he looks like on the app oh my god i can't believe the countess uses hinge he's handsome he looks like a viking he's six foot six wow and they are so happy turning it on well I have to say you know the fact that she's dating a trainer actually makes a lot of sense to me she's been working out so much on her Instagram oh, has she? and I actually thought I'm like why is homegirl working out so much like we're about to go into a second phase of lockdown like chill but now it actually makes a lot of sense and I'm so happy for her yeah I'm so happy for her too she also said that she's working on a Christmas song which <gasps> wait brilliant, that's amazing brilliant stuff I actually think that could be a, like a huge hit yeah we, we don't have a housewife's Christmas song. And I think when it comes to like quality, our bar is much lower for Christmas music. I agree. Cause it's, you know? Yeah. I, so I, I actually think like the brand of Countess music is actually perfect. Also, she could just do a cover. Like the oh, Countess yeah. singing Last Christmas works. No, but like the Last Christmas. No, but Christmas. She, she could do like a whole play on like being the Christmas count. Christmas count. with the Countess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like something like yeah. that. Christmas with the Countess. I hope she has like all of her best producers on it because it could be so good. Yeah, let me know if you want to uh, work with me. I've yeah. got some bars. Christmas with, with the, the Countess. countess. We're counting with the Christmas. That's pretty good. Thanks. Um, happy for Luann. Leave this one on another high. Yes, yeah, so, you know what? I agree. Let, let that be a trend of today's episode. Let's just leave everything on a high. Sometimes we have, a, well, mostly me, have a way of like beating stories to the ground because I'm like not done talking about it, but like everyone's done hearing and about the, it. And the point might have been made. So like, yeah, you just, you know what? One of my like, maybe like a bad quality, but I've really picked up on is like, I feel like when I'm trying to make a good point, I have to like say it five times in five different ways in order for it to like come across. Yeah. No, you know? I, yeah. I understand that because also sometimes like people misinterpret so it's like if I say five different ways like you'll get the distill of what Mm -hmm. I actually said I just feel like I've very rarely have good points when I do I have to say it like multiple times I think that's also fair like go for it thank you that's why I'm always bringing up people are always like making fun of me um the fact that the paparazzi (laughs) at Dennis's funeral (laughs) yeah (laughs) I can't yeah there's a few things that that, like, like are my go-to examples yeah yeah but that's just like something cute about you I have to say I hate to disappoint everyone, but the Dennis funeral um, metaphor didn't make it into my book because I thought it was important. I think it would be disappointing to everyone if it didn't make it into your book. My book is coming out January 26, 2021. You can pre-order it now at girlwithnojob.com slash book. It's available at Amazon, um, Barnes & Noble. If you want to support local bookstores, you can go into your local, book, local bookstore and ask them to order it for you. Or you can go to indiebound.com or bookshop.com to find a local bookstore carrying it near you. I just want to say, like, it's... It's, you know, it's something that you always, like, bring it up. It's yeah. whatever. But the fact that you can own it and, like, yeah, you know. Yeah, of course. 
<laughs> you know what? Because at first I didn't realize how frequently I was saying it until I got like a DM. They're like, or like a comment on YouTube, and they were like, "How many times is Claudia going to bring up that example?" And I feel like it's a powerful example, and so I won't let you know the joke around it now. You know, devalue <laughs> my metaphor. No, I feel like now it gets stronger. Like now that I know that you know that you bring it up a lot, like I'm cool with you bringing it up more. And I think it's worth mentioning. I don't think I've brought it up even in this studio yet. So at least that's not true. Really? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. You probably brought it up. I'm going to say max like three times. Oh my God. That's so not true. No, I swear. Definitely on, two times. I feel like I've had like I've a deja never vu. brought it up I in this like studio. I feel like I've had the deja vu thought. I've never brought it here, up. Like, oh, here we go again. Jillian, have I brought it up in the studio? No. Oh, she's she, more she, than once. She's unbiased. So yeah. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. I don't I, believe I, let's, you guys. Let's go with two. I, can, I feel like I can confirm two. Three. Okay. But you know what? All right. Fine. Let's say two. How long have we been in the studio? Since June. How many months is that? June, July, August, September, October, November, December. Oh, no, six. Six times four, 24. 24 times five, 125 episodes. And I've mentioned it twice. You guys are a bunch of complainers. <laughs> okay. Next story. Wait. Wait. We have a new sponsor today, and I think it deserves some respect. I love a new sponsor. Me too. And also, this one's actually really I important. I love the old sponsors. Me too. I love all, I love all the sponsors. sponsors. But today's is really important. <laughs> it's the Axon Taser. Uh, oh God. Sorry, the taser scared me. Their line of non-lethal self-protection devices are small and lightweight enough to carry with you or in your glove compartment or your purse. Protecting your family is our number one priority and should be yours too, and you want to do it safely. The people at Taser believe that safer self-defense is better self-defense. So their line of uh, self-protection devices are non-lethal, yet they're powerful enough to incapacitate an attacker. They use an electrical charge to immobilize attackers for up to 30 seconds, allowing you time to escape and send emergency dispatch to your GPS location. Their devices come loaded with features like laser-assisted targeting and emergency dispatch, which will send response teams to your GPS location upon firing. More than 237,000 lives have been saved with the Taser network of devices, apps, and personnel. And now you can own a Taser, the number one choice of law enforcement agencies. Protect yourself and your family with Taser's line of smart self-defense products. I know we have a lot of female listeners. And, you know, when you're running at night or at dusk or you're in a parking lot and you have, like, your key between your finger, just to give yourself that extra, like, peace of of mind and sense of security, check out Axon Taser. Their Taser... Tasers are available without a permit in most U.S. states. So head over to the website and check it out. Get the Taser Pulse Plus or Taser Strike Light at taser.com with the promo code TOAST. They have a great uh, taser that has a flashlight in it. So if like you're walking your dog, because we have to walk Theo, you know, multiple times a day. And sometimes when I have to do the late night one, it's like freaky as hell. Um, So having a flashlight is super helpful with the taser. So again, you can get the Taser Pulse Plus or the Taser Strike Light at taser.com with promo code TOAST. You could save 15% now at taser, T-A-S-E-R.com, and you have to use the promo code TOAST if you want to get the 15% off. Again, Taser is available without a permit in most U.S. US states. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Protect yourself. Sign on, protect yourself. It's very simple. Just protect yourself. Next story. Olivia Culpo reveals she underwent surgery for endometriosis this week. Yes, I saw. Olivia Culpo told fans she was making the announcement to bring more awareness of endometriosis to the public. For her, the condition caused tissue from her uterine lining to grow in other random parts of her body and cause pain. She said to top things off, it is excruciatingly painful, but nearly impossible to see through an ultrasound. 
She shared pictures of herself in the hospital saying, I have been in agony for years around my period and I was misdiagnosed countless times by doctors. She said, I know a lot of people out there in the endo community are familiar with these diagnoses which is why I'm so passionate about this. Painful periods are not normal. No, they're not. I feel like, um, actually, I feel like endometriosis is pretty common. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just love Olivia Culpo. So I'm happy for her that she's not going to be in pain anymore. Like that must be all, like I don't have like the best period experience. Like I get cramps and like I get mean to everyone, but I don't think. We don't have the best (laughs) period experience. But um, I know how people literally like have horrible experiences every month. One of my really good friends. And um, it's just that that sounds awful. Yeah, it does sound awful. But I'm happy that she got the proper diagnosis, got surgery. We love Olivia Culpo, our queen. I wonder if we'll see this on her reality show because her and her family are definitely filming a reality show. We haven't spoken about this, but like literally everyone is reporting and just like sharing messaging. But we have to give credit. It started on Demois. Oh, did it? I feel like I've seen like messages of people saying that her family's starting a reality show. And then there's also the rumor that, like, Kris Jenner's involved. Have you seen that one? Yeah, and then there's also the rumor that Kris Jenner's involved in, like, Addison Rae's family show or something. Interesting. I think a Copo family show is definitely a great idea, like a no-brainer. They're such cute sisters. Oh, my God. I'm so glad you brought that up. You know what I watched last night? Ooh. Just, like, one episode happened to be on before Jeopardy. Oh, not Total Bellas. Yes. Oh, really? Yes. Well, it's not on the same channel as Jeopardy. No, but I had an hour to kill. Got it. And it was the episode where they went to Paris and Artem and Nikki got engaged. And then, like, at the end of the episode, Brie found out she was pregnant. And you're always talking about the Bella sisters and specifically their show, like, How Much You Stand. And I have to, I have to say, like, I completely agree. They just have that, like, that it factor for a family show. And you can have, like, such an interesting family. Like, even the Colpos, I think that they're ripe for a reality show. But until we see the show, we won't know if their show has that factor. Yeah, no, Living Lohan, you thought would have that factor, didn't. Right. The the Eastwoods should have had that yes. factor, didn't. The Kardashians obviously have it. And the Bella sisters could have easily had it or not had it. And they so have it. I totally agree. They have that spark. The show is so good. The girls are beautiful. Like, and their looks, and they're so funny. Nikki's so funny. They're so funny. They're so real. They're they're interesting. They're so different. I I think they have like so much love and respect for each other, but they also get on each other's nerves. Yes. But not in a way that's like, oh, you're dissing your family on TV. No. I think that even, and then they have the brother with the wife, and it's just a whole nice family unit. Yes. And I love the show. Oh, and most importantly, like, they are rich. Like, really rich. And they work so hard. They have so many different endeavors. They have Bella Wines. They have... Birdie Beauty. Birdie... And the Birdie clothing line. Like, it's like active wear. I just... I think they have such a nice life. No, I totally agree. And they live in Arizona, which is like a dream. And they're just like living life so happy. Yeah. So I... I look forward to the Culpo family reality show. I feel like I've been waiting for it for a while. And I think after watching Model Squad and watching Olivia on Model Squad, I think she has what it takes. Yeah. Because she like has a lot of personality and she's so smart and she was Miss Universe. and, and she, she plays cello. And, she, and I just think there's, she's multifaceted. And I think I that's agree. required. And I think her sisters, they have such a cute sisterly bond. Like she lives with one of her sisters. Her other sister has two sweet bebes. Mm-hmm. And Remy is just the cutest kid. Yeah. And Soleil is so beautiful. No, there's a lot of good there like it could work potential plus the Christian McCaffrey of it all yes he's so cute and then it's like was Sophia dating the brother right right, when they all quarantined quarantined together definitely oh those were good times those were Olivia Culpo spent 90 days with at the McCaffrey's with her sister that was literally a different life year Yeah. yeah yeah for sure Okay, speaking of nothing of those things, a little holy news that I find to be so interesting. Oh, but this is so funny. 
The Vatican is asking Instagram how the Pope's account liked a photo of a Brazilian model. So Do we have the, the name of the model? Yes. Her name is Natalia Gariboto. That's such an honor for her. She joked that she was going to heaven. <laughs> so the official Pope Instagram liked a photo of like a Brazilian bikini model on Instagram. And so they launched like this whole investigation, like who went on the account and liked this photo and like no one copped to it, obviously. So the Vatican is literally going to Instagram to demand to know like what happened as if it was, you know, a bot or something. But or like, like they could track it to whose phone. Someone liked the photo. No, of course, you know, some intern is like literally quaking in the Vatican, like <laughs> freaking out, being like, oh my God, they're going to know it's me. They're going to know it's me. And it's like, he's just like 16 <laughs> or something. And he's like freaking out because like all he wants to be is a priest. But like his curiosity got the best of him. Like, I'm, I'm really, fe- I'm really feeling because like what he did is not illegal. It's just like, it's funny. I'm really feeling it's for like the- so funny to see the Pope and one million others yes. liked this. It's just I'm really feeling for like the actual culprit. Like, you know, he hasn't slept in a week. Like he's <laughs> freaking out, like literally oh sleepless God. nights, sleepless nights. My stomach hurts from for him. Oh, my God. That is so funny and so true. And you know what? Like, it's it's fine. I hope that. I hope he doesn't, like, get fired I know, because it's, like, honestly, this is the sort of thing that is hysterical. It, like, makes the Vatican, the Pope, like, so relatable. Yes. You know, sometimes you just double tap a pick you like. It happens. My favorite thing is, like, when people who run corporate social media, like, accidentally, you know, um, Use it as their own. Yeah. And it's just, it's too good. Like, it's my favorite saga on social media yeah and so congratulations to this influencer for getting the pope's blessing it's a really big deal it is a big deal i guess this is the first bikini photo that he's liked and just justice for the culprit just honestly if I, if the culprit's listening just come forward like it'll be so much worse if they find and you you'll out be like such a star you could be like number seven yeah but like, by the way i loved the video okay we posted it on our instagram we spoke yesterday about this viral tiktok video of the football team in michigan i posted it on instagram did you love loved he was so cute and you have to watch it a number of times to really see everything that's going on and then you realize that they're singing the song like and he's singing don't leave me out here dancing alone and they don't leave him and then they don't leave him dancing alone you can't make up your mind 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 please don't waste my time 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 i'm not trying to rewind wine 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 Shawty was a eeny, meeny, miny, mo lover. Such a good song. Such a good song. Number seven. Oh like, my God. I and all of the comments on our Instagram, because obviously like our followers aren't high school older. people, but they were like, the high school students didn't look like that when I was in high school. No, and it's like the funniest one TikTok I saw was like, 28 year old me really be simping out here for number seven. <laughs> um, also, wait, I had one other thing I wanted to share that was just across the... The Vatican, number seven. Can't make up my mind, 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 mind. Shit, I had like a really like excellent point okay. to make. Okay, oh, this social media manager becoming the next number seven if he comes forward. No. Why do we assume it's a he? Could be a she. Makes the story even better. Are there women who work at the Vatican? I think so. I'm I'm unfamiliar Me too, with the completely. inner workings of the Vatican. I'm just gonna say that. You know what I'm gonna say? They've elected the new Pope. <laughs> you know that Euro Euro what's that movie called? Euro Trip. Euro Trip. Euro Trip. Oh, when I he accidentally from that. sets a fire, and when the white smoke comes out of the chimney, it means they've elected a new Pope. Um, but he accidentally just like started a fire in the Vatican, and so this guy on the oh 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 on the courtyard he sees it, and he's guys, they've elected a new. Pop. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Eurotrip is like such an inappropriate movie that I saw at an age where like I was not equipped to handle like any of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you should see it again. I think that you should too. 
I think you should too. What were you going to say? We've got to get back know. there. I don't know. They didn't leave him out there dancing alone. They don't make high school students like this anymore. Number seven. No, we were talking Vatican's, about like Instagram comments. Like the social. Oh, the Instagram comments. Jackie, it's so far gone. Like it's it's. I want to help. No, I know, and I. Help me it's help so you. It's so gone. Okay. And now it's like there's too much pressure. Even if I remember it, I'm not telling I know, it's you. Like your brain is just thinking about the pressure. Like not. Yeah, like, no, and I'm not telling because then it's like that's what we waited oh, for. Oh, true. I'm yeah. self-sabotaging. My brain is self-sabotaging itself. Okay, so let's get into our fifth and final story because it's also going to lead us into our final recap of The Crown. But Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip are spending their 73rd anniversary, wedding anniversary, amid lockdown. Which is like sad, but also last year they were 110 miles apart. They couldn't be together because I guess they were both working. So they actually get to be together. I also feel like their life is lockdown. I feel like they're they're probably the people who have been least affected by lockdown in the sense of like their day-to-day routine. Yeah, definitely. They said they won't be having a big gathering for the occasion, but the royal family made sure to send their best wishes. They posted a photo to social media of the queen and Prince Philip opening cards from all of their great-grandchildren. Yeah. Um, Prince George, Prince... Princess Charlotte, Prince Louis. I like always forget about Charles. I really feel like it goes Elizabeth, William, and then like George. Yeah, no, in this instance, I, I'm, I'm so Charles focused because of the crown. So I thought it was Elizabeth, Charles, and then George. I forgot about William. Well, I want to wish them a very happy wedding anniversary. What do you think is like the Guinness Book of World Record for like longest marriage? Claudia, I could let you know that. Because I, like the most I've ever heard of someone being married for 50, like maybe 60 years. I've never heard of anyone's like 75th wedding anniversary. Yeah. I feel like this is definitely a record. Okay. I was going to say around 80 years because if you got married around 20, 20. you lived to 100. So, but the longest record is Zelmyra and Herbert Fisher who broke the world record. They earned it for 84 years of marriage. Wow. I mean, do you think that oh my Philip God. and what? So they got married in 1924. And in 2011, Herbert passed away at 105. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. And a few years later, Zelmira passed away at 105 as well. I thought it said a few days later. And those oh. are just the sweetest stories. That's so sweet. I mean, God, 105. That's so crazy. Um, that's so exciting. What a little known fact. You never would have known if it weren't for the morning toast. 84 years of marriage. That's the bar, you guys. So let's dive into our full TV recap segment so we can finish The Crown. And our TV recap segment is brought to you by Mother Dirt, the world's first live and active probiotic skincare wellness system that restores your skin microbiome. Their AO Plus Restorative Mist is a patented first-of-its-kind product to use truly live and active probiotics to repair, restore, and nourish the skin microbiome. There's no such thing as bad skin, only bad skin care. Their active probiotic system is grounded in science that radically transforms the way you care for your skin. Their products are formulated with earth-derived ingredients and powerful probiotic extracts that restore your skin to its most vibrant state. Modern skincare has scrubbed, peeled, and stripped it away, destroying the vital balance that keeps the biological peace. So they found a revolutionary way to biohack it all back in. All their products are effective, gentle, and designed for all ages and skin types, even the most sensitive. Their AO Plus Restorative Mist has been clinically proven to restore clarity and balance in four weeks. Their products are never tested on animals, and they do not contain any animal-derived ingredients. They offer a 30-day money-back guarantee, and their products are made in the USA. So whether you have oily skin, dry skin, acne-prone skin, actually, like, given, I just feel like I've been under a lot of stress, and the mask, I've actually had, like, so many more pimples than usual. Mm -hmm. And I'm on, like, week three with the AO Plus Restorative Mist, and you can, the best part is that you can use it 
whenever, like after the shower, after you exercise, like you can just mist it up whenever you feel like it. Um, it makes you feel so refreshed and I definitely am seeing like a clear up in just like my overall breakouts. Totally. Sometimes you just got to shake up the system, do something totally new. Yeah. You can use the mist on your face and body before going to work, exercising or doing, doing yoga. It can convert the ammonia and urea in your sweat to nitrite and nitric oxide, which are beneficial byproducts. I haven't used it on my body yet. I have I to do that. Um, if you want convert to my sweat. check out Mother Dirt and get 20% off their site, go to motherdirt.com. That's mother, M-O-T-H-E-R, dirt, D-I-R-T, dot com. And for the 20%, use code TOAST20, TOAST20, for 20% off site-wide at motherdirt.com. The crown. The crown. Okay, so. so overall, did you hear what I was saying? Like, where you felt like this was the first season where they were kind of making the crown look bad? Yes. Like, it's not super favorable, but I do think they are still protecting the queen. Like, I feel like she is so removed from the Diana and Definitely. Charles situation. Almost, but you could say, like, why isn't she more involved in their marriage? Like, it seems like years go by before she gets an update from right. them. So Even I, though, apparently, like, you can't keep any secrets in the palace. Like, the staff knows everything. Right. It's so weird. I toggle between we have no idea what goes on behind those castle doors. Then it's like, but everything that's in the tabloids is actually true because every time they come to the queen with something, it's like the tabloids know. And it's like, right. wait, are we believing tabloids? Because if so, I need to go back because there's like so much stuff I've been ignoring over right. the years. No, that's a really good point. So I, I don't know about that. But yeah, I... It wasn't, like, the Queen's Best season and also wasn't my favorite season, I don't think. No, me neither. I would say first or second are my favorites. Yeah. So I think it's it's really interesting. The way that it ends, it's like Diana's, like, gearing up to go. I thought that scene with Prince Philip and Diana where they made it seem like he was threatening her, like, it won't end well for you. Like, the fuck does that mean? You yeah, know, they were, it's because a lot of, there are a lot of people and just, like, general conspiracy theories that believe that the crown is responsible. was responsible for Diana's death, like, directly so I felt like when he threatened her in um at the Christmas weekend they were trying to um allude to that yeah but but it's like the crown has had many issue scandals over the years and we've never seen them resort to like any sort of threat like that no and they were just so inconsistent because Prince Philip for the most of the season was a real ally to Diana like he totally understood her position as an outsider and he was like constantly going out of his way to like mentor her almost and then all of a sudden he flips on a dime because she's not coming down for dinner like it was just really inconsistent when he went into that room he was again trying to like just check in on her but also I feel like that whole scene is probably fiction but let's just go with it um I think he was just checking in on her and like wanting to reassure her I don't think he expected her to say like well what if I leave as opposed to like what if Charles leaves but when he said that Everyone in this family is an outsider except for her. Yeah. And she is the oxygen that we all breathe. And she is the reason we all, we all do what we do, do what we do. And and why we are all just living as lost people is because of her. Like we Mm -hmm. do it for her. And you seem to not understand who who we're doing it for. He's saying like, you think we're doing this for you. Right. Like you think that you're the star of the show. And, and she's such a star. Like I can't like, it's everyone, a terrible position it's a to terrible be in. It's a terrible position because everyone else is kind of a wallflower and they feel like wallflowers and because they are. Yeah. But she's a, a shining star and she's supposed to act like a wallflower. That's just, you can't, you can't, it's, it's impossible. She'll yeah. It was an impossible jump task. Right off the walls. Because at the end of the day, everyone 
what he said was so perfectly well said. Everyone is an outsider. We are all irrelevant. None of us are stars. Like, we exist so that she can exist. We all have this feeling of being lost and not understanding our purpose, yet having to serve. And yet that purpose is exact. like, that is a necessary evil. And I just felt like, and maybe... Maybe it changes, but I just felt like, and he worded it perfectly, where it's like, yes, marrying a prince is fun and planes and becoming a Britain's royal sweetheart, but there is a duty, and that duty is to serve the queen. Yeah. And I feel like... I don't, In order to serve the country. Like, you're, you're, right. you're really signing up for public service. Like, right. yes, you're signing up to be a princess and the crowns and the tiaras and the jewelry and the planes, but, like, you're devoting your life to the service of your country. So I felt like, at least from the show, Diana signed up for that first part, but refused to sign up for the second part, and you can't have one without the other. No, you really can't. So that, and honestly, like, it's actually crazy how, like, I kind of, the stories of Diana and, like, Megan are so mirrored. Like, they, I don't know, I don't know what it was like in Britain, but like when Meghan Markle became a royal, like she became everything, and like yeah. the photographs, and everyone was obsessed with her, and like a, and it, a even more modern face, right, uh, to the royal family. But like the tabloids were so toxic, and like it took her down, and I don't think she really understood how like she was like celebrities are inherently like self obsessed. So imagine being like a celebrity who then overnight becomes like the biggest star in the world, and you're a star, and it's like you want it to be about you. But it's not. It's about the crown and the monarchy and, and the queen. And I honestly just see so many parallels in what I perceive to be like Megan's story and Diana's story. I agree with that. I think the biggest difference, though, is that Diana married someone second in line to the oh, throne. Of course. And Megan married someone at this point six or seven. Mm-hmm. And so she gets that. She gets more flexibility, Megan. Yeah. Because no one's like. Right, no, it's not as rigid because it doesn't matter. She's never going to be queen. Right, when Diana and Charles divorce, like, then there is a divorce in the line of ascension. Like, everyone else, you can explain away Margaret's divorce, like, the fringe members. But, like, for um, the monarch to be divorced, like, that's different. That's actually a really good point. Versus, yeah. Truckers for the crown. Truckers for the queen. So overall, um, I agree. It wasn't my favorite season, but it was um, super well done, like as always. But I would like to go back to like the queenie perspective. Yeah, I agree. I feel like we're going to go back to the queenie perspective after Diana's death because from, and I think maybe it was Royal House of Windsor that I saw this in, but the way that the crown dealt with her death, like at first they didn't really do much because they were like, she's not a member of the royal family anymore. Like, what do you want us to do? But then the outpouring of love that they received, like they were, yeah. their hand was forced to, to show se- like some display of outpouring for her. And what do you want me to do about that? I just like cannot stop talking in TikTok sounds. It's like, it's a disease. Like it's, it's an illness. That is so funny. Um, okay. And then really quickly, um, the Southern Charm episode that was on last night, nothing like major happened again. Cause it was really just like gearing up for the um, lockdown. But I just want to say, um, I love Craig, all, love Craig all episode. I was like, Patricia like how is Patricia still pulling the strings why is Patricia having a dinner at her house for the men like why is Patricia FaceTiming Madison like why is Patricia so involved in this show like it's so on a human level it's so bizarre like for this older woman who is very established famous and rich like for her to be spending her time with like a bunch of like Austins like what are you doing every episode like to have if there was one party every season at Patricia's that was like the big to do no this is episode three and we're going on our second party every single episode it's like something something with Patricia she like has her hand in this show it's so weird to me even John Pringle when he was shopping he was like I mean I just like want to impress Patricia why do you want to impress some random old lady like it makes no sense it makes no sense and so I was honestly so glad that it was canceled me too like like (laughs) 
the coronavirus has taken so much from us. Like, yeah. given us absolutely nothing. But the corona taketh and the corona giveth. Just that one thing of canceling yeah. Patricia's party. Yeah. Um, I totally agree. She bothers me so much. Um, I, I'm so annoyed that, like, honestly, what I found to be so interesting was John Pringle and Austin, like, going at it was not on camera. True. Like, that would have been fascinating even though it probably wouldn't have happened if there were cameras around yeah but I also like at a certain point the camera people have to go home it's probably 4 a.m you know those kids like especially the men on southern charm like drink so they don't much. stop and as for the women I thought the fact that they all went over to Catherine's house to help I her I loved that scene that was so sweet like even leave Leva was there who like has had a rough road with Catherine and doesn't really know her because she's new to the group like how they all just like rallied around her to get her out of Thomas's house like I thought that was an amazing moment for women like I, I almost cried I like, completely agree it was so nice it was so unexpected. Yeah. And it's like the fact that Catherine found out at Leva's house. And I love that Leva, like, what came so hard for Catherine because, like, she came for her friend and then moved on. Like, yeah. that's exactly what we need. Leva's like, a great I, reality TV yeah, character. Yeah, because, like, I don't want to fester in old fights for so long. So, like, I love that she was there for her. And the girls, I remember, it was a transitional moment in Southern Charm because it's always been, like, a good old boys club yes. there in, in Charleston. And the women have always been, like, made to feel crazy, even though it's the men who are drama queens. Yeah. And it was a few seasons ago where everyone went over to, whose house was it? I forget. It was like Naomi, Catherine. All the girls started to come yes. together and they didn't really know each other before. And ever since then, the show has just been like so nice to watch these blossoming female friendships. And I think Madison has also been a big part in men, because I think Catherine and Madison get along because they're like young moms. Yes. In just bringing everyone together. I agree. And, and, and also, as the men are falling apart, like the women have never been better. What I find really interesting about Southern Charm is also the real estate, um, because like even Craig's journey to find a home. I thought his new rental so nice. $3,900 for a house. I was like. So I, nice. And now we know like that's where he's probably quarantined. Yes. Like, he moved in two days before. Like stunning. I was worried he was going to be like quarantining with At Austin. At Austin's. And then it's like Austin and Madison's home. Like from the outside, everything in Charleston's so old. They look like run down. But then on the inside, it's like amazing architecture and real estate. Like I just, I honestly find like where they all live and like the places they go in Charleston. Because Charleston's such like an old like random city. Like I find that to be so fascinating on the show. Yeah. Levis house is sickening stunning Catherine's new townhouse is so cute everyone lives in like very um they just have so much characters characters yeah, that's what homes. it is it's like new orleans um in in tall girl yes. like how the city adds character yes the city definitely adds character so i think next week because it looks like they speed up speed ahead because this was in march and i feel like next week is in june so they just like stopped filming and then pick back up which I appreciate because I don't want that much zoom content yeah um but overall it's actually a good show like it's it's one it's always on on Thursday so I'm like oh one more till no, Friday it's like always but it's, it's refreshing yeah. yeah and they're funny like I actually laugh a lot like everyone is pretty funny so that's that on that Reminder that our merch store is now officially open, www.shopmorningtoast.com. There's limited quantities available. All of our holiday merch and our TMT merch is available. Sweatpants, zip-ups, hoodies, crewnecks, phone cases, mugs, hats. We have sick beanies. Check it out and make sure to tag us um, in your receipts because that's what annoying people do. Yes. Also... Next week, we are off. There is no episodes of The Toast as you know them, but we will be doing our episodes over on our Patreon channel, patreon.com slash Toast. We will have episodes for you Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So if you're feeling RDH that you're going to miss us, one, get a sweatshirt at shopmorningtoast.com, and two, head over to the Patreon, and you won't miss us anymore. Yes, yeah, so this is our last episode live on YouTube until after Thanksgiving, so we hope everyone has an amazing Thanksgiving. Please be safe, 
and just enjoy. Have a drink. Enjoy the holidays. We've had a hard week. We've had a hard year, and And it's the holiday season kicking off this week. We are officially in the holiday season. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Have an amazing weekend. Get merch if you want to sign up for Patreon. Patreon.com slash morning toast. We'll see you Monday through Wednesday for the Fast Five Stories next week. Have an amazing holiday weekend, you guys. We'll see you next next Monday. Have a piece of pie. Bye.